Christ's command to his followers before his ascension to heaven was for them to be his witnesses in Jerusalem, all Judea, in Samaria, and to the uttermost part of the earth. Our Lord did not intend for the good news of his death and resurrection to stay local, but instead it was to be taken globally. In this third section of Acts, the adventure continues as the gospel is taken to the ends of the earth. Let's join Scott Pauley now for today's study. As you follow the missionary journeys of the Apostle Paul, it is obvious that this was a man who had a lot of long days and long nights. Friend, I've got good news for you. The Lord God works all day and all night. He works every shift. The Lord is with us at every time. Uh, I mean by that both uh, time of calendar or time on the clock and also uh, time of life, uh, difficult days, challenging days, exciting days. The Lord is at work in all of them. Let's read a few verses, picking up where we left off in Acts chapter 20. Uh, Paul's preaching. In fact, he preached a very long sermon. Maybe you think you've heard one like this. He continued his speech until midnight. So uh, don't fuss when your preacher preaches a long time this week. He hasn't preached till midnight yet. Verse 8 says, And there were many lights in the upper chamber where they were gathered together, and there sat in a window a certain young man named Eutychus, being fallen into a deep sleep. And as Paul was long preaching, he sunk down with sleep and fell down from the third loft and was taken up dead. Let me testify as a preacher through the years. I've seen a few people fall asleep while I was preaching. That's always very distracting. Try not to be that person. Now, this is even worse. This young man not only fell asleep, he fell out of his seat in an upper chamber and uh, fell down dead. Now, this is a sobering thing. Verse 10 says, And Paul went down and fell on him, and embracing him said, Trouble not yourselves, for his life is in him. When he therefore was come up again and had broken bread and eaten and talked a long while, even till break of day, so he departed. And they brought the young man alive and were not a little comforted. I would say so. Uh, this young man is raised from the dead. And uh, you see the miraculous power of God, not the miraculous power of Paul, the miraculous power of God. In fact, it, it didn't dampen the meeting at all. I think it breathed new life into the meeting because the Bible says that after they had a meal, they just kept talking even to the break of day. So you think it was a long sermon he preached till midnight. In fact, now they have a little Bible study and a Bible class, conversation about spiritual things all the way till the sun comes up. The next morning, what a what a night that must have been—a long night for sure, and yet a night in which God was at work. We continue our story. The Bible says in verse thirteen, and we went before to ship and sailed unto Assos, there intending to take in Paul, for so had he appointed, minding himself to go afoot. And when he met with us at Assos, we took him in and came to Mytilene. Now, this is fascinating to me. I wonder why Paul wanted to go by foot. He could have been on the ship with the rest of them. I've often wondered, you know, you try to read the Bible with sanctified imagination. Did he need the exercise? Did he need just a little quiet? He'd been with people and needed a little solitude. We all need that. Could it be that with all of the press of ministry and all the spiritual warfare, he just needed to commune with God, uh, to, to walk and talk with the Lord? Uh, through the years, I've read the story of many people who uh, have utilized this method of, of devotional time to take a prayer walk, uh, to take a walk by themselves, and just as they walk, commune with the Lord, talk to God, meditate on Scripture, 
praise and worship the Lord. I think that's a wonderful thing to do. Uh, but it must have been a very long day. He walks by himself. And yet, in the long night, the Lord was there. In the long day, the Lord was there. The Bible says in verse 15, And we sailed thence and came the next day over against Chlos, Chios. And the next day we arrived at Samos and tarried at Tregilium. And the next day we came to Miletus. For Paul had determined to sail by Ephesus because he would not spend the time in Asia. For he hasted, if it were possible for him, to be at Jerusalem the day of Pentecost. You see, Paul has some of his own plans and schedules, things on his calendar, at least in his mind, that he would, he would like to get to a certain place by a certain time. He had an agenda, a mission. There's nothing wrong with that. Uh, he was living, of course, in God's will, trying to be led of the Holy Spirit, open to the Lord, adjusting anything that needed to be adjusted. Uh, but look at, this, look at this ship journey, this sail that they're on. It's another long day, another long day on the missionary trail, another long day journeying toward Jerusalem and trying to make the necessary stops along the way. And yet for this long day, the Lord was with him yet again. Verse 17, And from Miletus he sent to Ephesus and called the elders of the church. And when they were come to him, he said unto them, Ye know from the first day that I came into Asia, after what manner I have been with you at all seasons. And with Paul's here today in our text in Acts chapter 20 and verse number 18 and pick up in our next study. Uh, but I bring you to this phrase, at all seasons. I'm reminded of what Paul wrote to Timothy when he said to be instant in season, out of season. In other words, literally, when it's convenient and when it's not. When it comes easy and when it's very hard. When you feel like it and when you don't. You see, the child of God must be prepared to follow the Lord and serve the Lord through long days and through long nights, in the words of Scripture, at all seasons. So is it a nighttime you're dealing with right now? Is it middle of the night and there's some great difficulty you're dealing with, some great tragedy perhaps you're dealing with, and you're wondering uh, how you're going to come through it? I'll tell you how you're going to come through it. The Lord's going to meet you at midnight like he did Paul and Eutychus and those people in that chamber. Uh, the Lord's going to minister to you in the nighttime hours and when the, when the day breaks, when the sun comes up, and it will, you're going to be talking about the goodness of God and rejoicing in the Lord's faithfulness to you even in the nighttime hours. Through the long nights, at all seasons, God is near. And perhaps you're in the middle of a long day right now. You're going about your business, trying to get done all the things you need to get done. You have this agenda, have so many things in your mind and places to go and people to see and projects to accomplish. Yes, everyone does. The Apostle Paul even had that. And yet, I want to remind you that all along the journey, God's making appointments for you. The Lord is with you. The Lord's strengthening you. The Lord's working in you and for you and with you. And uh, God is with you in the long days, literally at all seasons. God is going to be faithful to you in the nighttime hours and in the daytime hours. And by the grace of God and for the glory of God, we must determine we are going to be faithful to him through the long nights and the long days. In fact, I, I'm just testifying now. I've learned through personal experience that the periods of greatest exhaustion, when I feel utterly spent, nothing left to give, uh, totally at the end of my resources, those are the times when the Lord seems to do the most miraculous things, when some of the most powerful things are accomplished. And so it was in the experience of the Apostle Paul. I mean, it's middle of the night. You know he's tired and others are tired. 
And look at the miracle, the raising of another dead person in that setting. Uh, Paul has been on a long journey. We're about to come to the rest of this story in Acts chapter 20. He has one of his most tender and precious meetings with the church at Ephesus while he's exhausted and while he's traveling and while he's trying to get to the next place. You see, you never know what God is doing, but you know this. In the midst of your long days and your long nights, God has more than enough resources for you. So determine today that at all seasons, you're going to be the Christian God saved you to be. You're going to be the witness God called you to be. You're going to be the the family member, the friend, the example that the Lord always designed for you to be at all seasons. And claim this, that God is the same through the long days and through the long nights. See, God is not bound up in our time or in our circumstance. He's above all, and he's working in it all at all seasons. Commit your long day and your long night to the Lord today, and you'll see the Lord work in the midst of it all. Though no more scripture is being written, the story of the furtherance of the gospel is being written at this very moment, and we get to be part of that story. The heart of our Savior is as passionate for the lost today as it was just before he ascended in Acts 1. Will you get in on what God is doing in the world today to reach the lost with the gospel? This is why Enjoying the Journey exists, to encourage and to equip you in the work of the gospel. Whether it is through the daily broadcast or the many resources on our website, Scott and all of us on the Enjoying the Journey team are passionate about people coming to know Christ as Savior. We pray that you truly will enjoy the journey But we also pray that you will bring others with you on your journey of following Christ.